better roll. <laughs> like, love it. Like, Ready? Okay. This is Haley, and this is Bailey. You're listening to Unleashed. Welcome to our first Unleashed podcast. How you doing, Bailey? I'm good. I am so excited to record our first podcast. This has been a long time coming. Right? It's so exciting. I can see you're in your RV right now. I am. We just drove cross country from California to Florida. <laughs> so fun. How's it been in Florida? It's pouring rain right now. You can't see outside because it's dark, but it's pouring. <laughs> <laughs> What's the time difference from California to Florida? It's three hours, so I think it's still light out by you, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Bright and sunny. <laughs> Well, I'm really excited to be able to get going on our podcast and be able to share with everybody where we kind of came up with the idea, how we met, what made us want to start Unleashed, and everything in between. I think it's super fun and super cool to be able to expand out and get everyone involved with this, and hopefully everyone enjoys it. So going back to how we actually got the name Unleashed, I think that is such a fun story, and Haley, do you want to kind of talk about yeah, that? It's so fun. I think that Unleashed, I mean, yes, we're dog moms, but we love the name Unleashed because it wasn't just about being a dog mom. And that's what we really wanted to focus on was it's not just for dog moms or dog people in general. And Unleashed is like unleashing everything that we want to talk about with no boundaries, no judgments, no like no limits. And it's just kind of putting everything out there. The name is so perfect. We, I remember going back and forth about it. And when we finally landed on it, we were like, that's it. It's perfect. That's the name. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. It just, when it fits and you know it, you're like, that's the one. <laughs> when you just know, you know, and I think that's what's so cool about Unleashed and even starting a business together. I think that was, we just knew we were going to start a business together. And I'm so excited about today because it's really a big step in something we've been planning for so long. And I'm excited to dive into all of about us and those things because I think it's exciting to talk about it in a different way other than just between me and you. We always kind of knew and had that underlying feeling that we wanted to work together. I always was kind of thrown off though that you reached out to me on Instagram because that's how we met. I mean, we didn't have anything in common. We didn't know anyone. And so we just had we were part of the dog community and I was like what the heck why is this like huge account like why is she messaging me I'm so little <laughs> and it, I mean what drew you into like wanting to reach out to me specifically I remember you were in Santa Barbara at the time and I was also I was at my boyfriend Evan's house we were there for the weekend which we are not always there so it really worked out timing wise and I saw a post you did and it stood out to me and connecting with people in the dog community is something I love to do and I love reaching out to people that I think I can connect with and get to know and really just talking to new people and right when we started talking I was like wait something's different here and that's what really stood out to me. And we started to talk a lot because I was actually traveling with Hudson. You were tra traveling with Olive. And we realized how much we had in common. I think just with that really basic foundation of things. Yeah, it's what, the, it's what set it up, the foundation. I mean, yes, like we said, it's not all about the dogs here. But that's how we got in touch is how we connected. It's so fun because those little things definitely, in my opinion, it's it it's designed to happen it's meant to be and 
I never kind of understood why until the more we started talking, the more we realized like we both travel, we, we both do dog cr- content creation, we have this following and audience that are very similar. And that's kind of different compared to most people where I feel like in the dog community, it can be considered more of a hobby than it is a full-time job. And that's something that was really fun to do when we did our first live together on Instagram. We were able to come together and find those commonalities that we had, not just in our career, but in our own personal lives. And it was like, oh my gosh, this is so much fun. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, after you said that, I just remembered when we first started talking, I reached out to you and I asked you, do you do this full-time? Because I was, you know, interested who was doing it full time and connecting with new people because when you do this full time, you are doing Uh a lot alone. And it's so nice to connect to different people that are also doing it and being able to chat, come up with ideas, just really, you know, become friends and help each other and support each other. But I think that was something new. And I didn't really have that in the world. I know a lot of people and I'm friends with a lot of people, but somebody I work with consistently was something I knew I really wanted, but I knew it would just happen with time. Absolutely. Did you do a different job before you started doing your content creation online? Yeah, a little about me. I was a preschool teacher before I became a full-time content creator. It was so much fun and I loved being a preschool teacher. It was something I knew I wanted to do from a young age. I was an only child, so I think that really comes from that and wanting to be around kids a lot and I babysat growing up. But when I was doing it, I did feel like something was missing and I wasn't 100% sure what that was. And eventually that led me into being a full-time content creator and really finding my passion and my dreams. That's so fun. It's so cool to see how things just slowly build up on each other to lead you to what you want. For me, I never really had a passion growing up. I didn't like have that dream job. I didn't want to be like a lawyer from when I was a young age or you have that dream job. I just kind of always had a lot of little passions. And so coming into, I guess what we'd say adulthood and not having that passion right off the top of my head was kind of overwhelming. And I definitely think that a lot of people experience that more and more and they are only figuring out their passions as they're getting older and not rather than having it from a young age. So it's fun to see that we both kind of have that commonality because I was just doing property management before I started all of the travel air and then coming into Unleashed. I think it's so cool to see how both of our paths shape us into creating Unleashed. Yeah. And I think there's so much pressure on finding your passion young and knowing what you want to do. And I remember really wanting to find my passion, but knowing that I just hadn't yet. And it was really frustrating. I you know, started dating my boyfriend, Evan, he is training for the 2024 Olympics, he had this dream and this passion. And it was amazing to watch and see something, you know, somebody go for a passion like that in their dreams. But I knew that really showed me that I wasn't in my passion yet. And I hadn't found it yet. That's what really pushed me to go full time and take that step because I knew it was right there. I just needed to step out of my comfort zone. Absolutely. I think it's really cool too that our both, you know, your boyfriend and then my husband, Bryce, they both had huge passions from a young age. And then we both kind of were in that same boat of, I don't really know what I want to do until we (laughs) discovered when we were doing it. I mean, I always told Bryce, I don't think I've found my passion because I haven't done it yet. Like I haven't been able to experience that yet. And that's just something that's going to have to take time and 
I'm going to have to work towards. And sometimes it's just trial and error. And that's definitely what it's been. I've learned things that I do and don't like, especially with content creating, being vulnerable on the internet is so hard. (laughs) You know, like what you said about trying different things. I remember sitting down, I go to therapy, I was talking to my therapist and she was like, sit down and write down a bunch of different things you want to try and just start trying them. At one point, one of those things is going to be something you love. And I sat down and I had a few ideas and I really, I mean, I had my account. I was doing it, but I was doing it for fun. I'd post here and there and I decided to put my all into it and give it a shot. And that's when I really found how much I loved it. I think that's a great idea. I think there's nothing wrong with literally making a list of things you're passionate about. I actually just did that within the last couple of weeks because I was really trying to fine tune what it is that lights my fire. What is this I like talking about? Because I mean, a life without purpose is their purpose. Like you have to sometimes find your own like drive, passion. I get that. But I mean, there's so many things that can correlate into what you want to do. Like I have things I love that do not go together. Like I love learning about vitamins. How random. But I also love talking about my dog. (laughs) So it's like, but I also love talking about friendship, lifestyle, celebrities, like all of that stuff. But they don't necessarily always go together. So I had to really figure out which way I wanted to lean towards. And it found that being more vulnerable on the internet, opening up, having those hard conversations, which not easy, led me to finding those passions, those things that I really want to help people talk about and, you know, open up about. And being able to be vulnerable is not always easy, but you can really learn a lot about yourself. You can connect with people that are maybe going through similar situations and it can help so many people. And I think that's what's so amazing about social media and podcasts and just all of it, because You can do it in different ways. You can reach different people. And that's where we really, you know, also came up with the idea to do a podcast because we were both sharing so much on our page, but we were ready to take that next step and really step into deeper topics and different topics and have you get to know us in a different way because you learn so much through our Instagrams, but this is a whole different layer. Oh, it's, it's, we're going to dig deeper into those topics, whether they're fun, funny, serious, you know, all those things that kind of essentially form a community and make you feel like you can actually understand what someone's going through, even if you haven't actually met them. And that's what I've realized, like, especially through podcasts is that there's a whole community out there that you can relate to that you've never even met. And that's what we want to do essentially is be able to touch the lives of those who maybe don't know that they're not alone on this stuff, whether if it's fun or funny, embarrassing, whatever. I mean, there's a whole world of topics we want to talk about. And I think that, I mean, I'm curious to, let me pick your brain a little bit. What's been like the most difficult thing for you to open up about on social media? That is such a good question because I think it always takes, you know, different situations for you to realize how you want to open up on social media and what topics you're comfortable opening up and how much you really want to put out there because everybody wants to do it differently. And I love that about social media and doing your Instagram because it's your own and you're being you're showing who you are and what sides you want to share of it. And I think the hardest topic for me would be Hudson's spinal surgery. If you don't know, when Hudson was a puppy, he went paralyzed in his back two legs and he was diagnosed with kyphosis and he ended up needing spinal surgery. I dive into a lot of that on my page and maybe we'll do a topic on that one day because it's a really crazy story and really interesting. But 
that was really hard for me to open up about because that was really early on when I first started posting on Instagram. And I knew that would come with judgment and it did. But it also came with meeting a lot of people, finding a community and also not feeling so alone because it was really scary when it was happening. And I didn't know if he'd ever walk again. And being able to share that with, you know, my audience and being able to have people support me through it really helped. And then after I was able to help so many people and connect with people and share what worked for us and maybe it could work for somebody else. And I realized how much that can help somebody else sharing your experience. I've noticed there is no community, in my opinion, that I have found to form close relationships with someone. I mean, I've, I don't, I just, it's so crazy to me. If I never got my dog, we would have never met, but I never would have thought I would have met a best friend through social media because it's such a huge world. There's so many people out there who are collaborating and striving for the same thing, but all have their own spin on it. And I don't think I would ever, like, if you asked me 10 years ago, would you know that your best friend would come from social media? And I'd be like, what? People told me not to talk to strangers on the internet. You know, it's like, that's, that's how it is. And so, and for me, I mean, I have a hard time personally opening up, not just with intense topics in general, but with just people who I am not sure about. And when I, I mean, I never met you. I didn't know that you were a great person. I mean, you seemed like a great person. I just, I never thought that it would turn into anything. I mean, do you open up with people easily? No, I definitely have a wall up. It's not that I feel like I connect with people and I'll reach out and I'll chat to people, but you know, you still keep that wall up for a little while when you're getting to know somebody. And I think something, you know, me and you have touched on is, we both have had hard friendships in the past and we're not quick to let somebody really in our life just because of that. And I think a lot of our foundation might even come from that because we had that in common without knowing and we both kind of went into the friendship in the same way. But on that topic, if you ever think about reaching out to somebody on social media, do it. You never know where it's going to go. You never know. Yeah. If it could be a little conversation that's five minutes or it can turn into a friendship. I have talked to so many people on social media and I have made so many great connections in different ways. Mm-hmm. And, you know, our friendship turned into this. So you just never it totally know. did. It's so fun because, I mean, fun fact, Bailey and I met each other in Hawaii and it was not planned. That is how surreal this was meant to be. Like, I have no doubt that we were going to meet each other eventually I'm very much a person that believes in like things are meant to happen for a reason a hundred percent I am all for that and I think you know you meet different people for different reasons and things always when you really look back I always feel like things line up in such crazy ways you're like how did that happen even getting Hudson for me that was one of those things you know there's just so many different ways in life I've looked back and noticed that is so true for me when we found out we were going to be meeting in Hawaii and we were going the same time same part of the island I was like okay we can't tell apart yeah yeah it's like we 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 have to take advantage of this like obviously the universe is telling us something there's something there I was freaking out because I'm like oh my gosh, I, I'm not like, what if I don't like look the same to her? What if I act weird? What if I, I don't know. All these things were running through my head. I was so nervous. I was so scared because I just, I am, I don't know. My personality can be really intense sometimes, but I, I, once I let my guard down and kind of open up and just kind of relax, I know that it can be fun, but I was so worried that it was just not going to click. And we had this great friendship formed through social media. And I was like, okay, we're going to see what the dynamics are like in person. 
do you think that the dynamics between us were similar in person versus when we first met online or do you feel like it was better? I think we both had a wall up when we were texting just because we really didn't know each other that well. Yeah, we texted a lot. We had FaceTime. We had done a live, but we just hadn't taken that next step of meeting in person. And I think that really pushed us to become better friends and pushed us to know we really wanted to start something together. And I also think we had a really good foundation because we didn't meet right away in person. We had a good foundation built off of communicating long distance. I've heard that people say, and this is maybe an unpopular opinion, but long distance, whether if it's a friendship or relationship that start off or have some some form of distance in between have a strong or chance of being stronger just because it forces them to have to rely on communication as opposed to being that in person. I think that would probably fall in more line for relationships just because that physical intimacy part, you know, (laughs) but I, I agree. I totally agree. And wait, did you and Bryce do long distance ever? Yeah, definitely did long distance. He was in Seattle at one point. I was in Colorado. I mean, we were all over the place, but we definitely had to, form that relationship through distance and I think that's partially why it was different for us because I mean I had just ended an engagement and so I had my guard up already and he was like I'm I like you and I'm like I want you but not in like a creepy way he was just like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm falling for her I want her and so and I felt that but I was like ah (laughs) whoa slow down and so we were friends for a really long time and that's what I really liked is that we were able to establish that relationship early on and I think that really helped with us because I mean not to say that meeting in person the first or having a friendship in person is bad but it's definitely a new layer it's different having I mean we're coast to coast right now and I still feel like we're like best friends (laughs) yeah and I honestly think that's so interesting because I don't think we've really touched on this much um just even off of a podcast but Evan and I did long distance when we first met and I'm not going to say it was easy, but I think it really built a really strong foundation for us. And now we're together all the time, but we know how to communicate now in different ways, I feel like, because we did that. And then, you know, that was the first relationship I really built like that. And then I met you and we built that relationship in a very similar way. And I see, you know, it's a friendship and a boyfriend, so very different things, but it's also like relationships in your life. And I have noticed how important that foundation has been and I've noticed very like I've noticed similarities exactly friendships whether relationships or you know intimate doesn't matter there's a a foundation that you have to establish from the beginning and I think it's really important whether if you're in person or you know distance I know some people who have started a business with friends and it's not gone well. And so people definitely have been like, are you sure you want to do this? Like that can be risky. Like you you could jeopardize the friendship. And I'm like, this is different. Yes, everybody probably goes into it like, oh, this person's different, you know, but I feel it from my core. Like, I don't feel like you're going to stab me in the back or anything like that. Like I, I, we're on the same page. We have this different bond and like friendship that is so dynamic and diverse, but it still benefits each other. It's like the yin to my yang, the Rachel to my Monica, the, it it goes well together. And I don't feel like we both from past experiences, like we've said, been burned and we don't want that. And we respect each other enough to be able to talk about things and push forward on this business and get unleashed started. And it's, 
turned into something cool. It's really amazing to see how it all comes together because you do have that, you know, the different relationships between friendship relationships, business relationships. And I feel like because of how we built our friendship, we've done a really good job of almost keeping them separate, but keeping them together at the same time. It's like that weird balance, but we're good at communicating, you know, not taking things too to heart when we want to push something in our business, but make it better. Were you nervous at all about the idea of potentially starting a business together? Did that have any hesitations? Did that come with any hesitations for you? Or were you pretty confident on what was going on? I feel like I had both. I was confident knowing that you were the person that I wanted to do it with, but that didn't mean past fears didn't come up. And that's something I've worked through a lot is you can have past triggers um, from anything. Mm -hmm. It can be a friendship. It can be anything you've done can really bring up a trigger and something I've worked really hard is to not let those stop me but to work through those and see how I can grow through those but also know I'm making the right decision so yeah there was fear just because it's not just me anymore doing something and relying on myself it's now doing something with somebody else but I knew you were the right person for that I love how you said you didn't let your fears stop you from progressing forward that is huge to me because I have a lot of the same feelings. I wanted to start a business. I I had so many ideas. I definitely wanted to take this to the next level. And I didn't know what this technically was, but I knew I had more. I knew there was something there and I just couldn't figure it out. And as we started talking more and then we started getting things going with this, I'm like, oh, this is it. I could feel it. Like this feels right. This is what I've been missing out on. And that fear of the unknown was definitely there, but it wasn't like it was holding me back from wanting to pursue this with you and make this, you know, do unleash together. And I think that's really fun because I think you had similar experiences in that sense where you did want to do something, take this to the next step, but you weren't sure how to do it. Totally. We've talked about that. And I, you know, that's definitely where I was at. I knew I wanted to go on to that next step. I was ready for that next step, but I also knew I had a lot going on and I didn't want to do it alone. I was ready to take that next step with the right person. Mm -hmm. I think that it's cool too, because not to say starting a business by yourself is a bad idea. I know lots of people who have done that and they're very successful and people have startups, big, small, all over. But for me personally, I know that having someone else there to like help keep you accountable, keep you on track, bounce ideas off of has been very helpful for me because as a, for me, I can be more of a perfectionist and it will inhibit me from moving forward. I will dwell on something until it's perfect. And then if it's not perfect, I just stop doing it. And I just like, I'm like, I can't like, and then I'll just move on to the next thing. And then I have a bunch of unfinished tasks, but with us doing it together, we're able to bounce those ideas off of each other and really kind of figure out what we want, what we want to move forward on and grow from. And I think that was something I loved so much about working together because I think we really balance each other out and we complement each other. And we've learned so much from each other already. So, you know, even doing our own things, we still have our own things. You have your page. I have my page. But then we have our business unleashed that we're able to bring both of our ideas, our accounts together in a way and really push each other in different ways. And I think something about this podcast that has been so great, at least for me, is it's pushing me in a different way. I love to push myself out of my comfort zone and try different things because I think you grow from that. And this has been that opportunity too. But being able to work together on that and push each other, even when things are scary, is really nice to have somebody like you. Oh, well, 
Thanks. I appreciate that. Thanks. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. Like, and we are learning so much about this and I hope that other people can utilize Unleash to maybe start their own business with a friend or whoever it is that they have that slight, like, oh man, like they have similarities. I'm kind of scared though. Like what if it doesn't go well, but what if it does? I think that when we change the questions we ask, it will change how we think like rather than putting it, well, what if it doesn't work? Well, then you start to think about all the negative things about how it wouldn't work. But what if you changed it to the question too, but what if it does? And then you think about all the positive things and it changes your attitude, your, your mindset and your thinking. And that's just so empowering to find someone. Cause I feel like you have that kind of personality and I hope that we can see these things grow more and more because of the way we look at things in the world. And I think, you know, one thing we also really did when we went into it together was we didn't look at it only from a friend perspective. We did sit down and have those hard business talks, but we were able to sit down and do that. And I think that was really cool. So even if you're thinking of starting your business by yourself or with somebody, it's really just pushing yourself out of your comfort zone sometimes. And, you know, something a lot of people I know do will be like, I'm going to try, let's say it's Instagram. I'm going to try Instagram for six months and these are my goals. And if I'm able to do it for this long and accomplish that, then I'm going to keep going or, you know, just setting different things to really push yourself and meet those goals. Because, it can be scary to take that step, but when you get there, you'll see how great, you know, it really is. Oh, totally. Did I you love... see that fly? Yeah, I did. I always have a scuzz. Okay, I so th- anytime... I can't every time. <laughs> Are you going to talk about it? <laughs> yes, I have to now. Anytime, if you watch my reels, Evan pointed this out to me, but anytime I record, a fly flies through my video. It could and be like a five-second reel. Scuzz. Okay, you taught me about scuzz, <laughs> and now I get scuzzes. That sounds gross. <laughs> I got scuzzed. That's <laughs> gonna be a verb. <laughs> You've been scuzzed. <laughs> I love that. Oh gosh, yes. But I now have that happen. I never noticed it before, and now I have a ton of videos where I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a fly. <laughs> So I'm so sorry if you listened to this podcast and now you have scuzzes going through your reels. <laughs> Glass shattered, mind blown. <laughs> okay, what were we talking about? <laughs> All right, sorry about that. Well, now you've met Scuzz. He'll be on and off throughout our podcast, apparently. I really like how you talked about setting goals. I think setting goals is a huge factor that a lot of people don't take for granted necessarily. I think that it's a very underutilized part of starting a business. And I definitely have learned from you that writing them down, like whether it's on a piece of paper or on the computer, like writing out notes, long-term, short-term, weekly, like no matter what it is. So you have something you're working towards and it keeps you accountable to it. And I've seen a night and day difference just in my own life, but then in my business and everything that's going on. And it helps keep me going because at the end of the day, If you're working on social media, it's brutal. It's brutal. It messes with your mind and your confidence can get taken down real quick. And so you can't let that affect you, but it does. And those goals help keep you going, keep you moving forward. And that has been something that really changed my business, my page, 
it, honestly everything I was doing because I had all these goals in my head. But when I went full time at the end of last year, I sat down at the beginning of the year and I wrote down five things that I really wanted to accomplish this year. And I thought, honestly, when I wrote them down, I was like, hmm, those are a far stretch. Like, we'll see if that happens. Not that I was being down on myself. I just knew where I was at and I knew that was those were really high goals to set. In the middle of the year, I hit all my goals. And I remember sitting down and being like, wait, that just happened. But it was always in the back of my mind. When I was working on different projects, I was pushing myself a little harder because I knew those goals were there. Even though, you know, they were far away, they were still something I had in the back of my head on a piece of paper that was sitting on my computer. (laughs) So I would see it whenever I would, you know, sit down to work. Yeah, that's amazing. I always like to say or think back to when we moved to California. I mean, I didn't have a lot of direction on what I wanted to do, but I knew I needed to start getting at least my daily routines in in line. And I wasn't a huge fan. I still have a hard time with routines just because with traveling a lot, I feel like it can be easy to get out of the swing of things. I mean, I'm sure you've (laughs) experienced that a time or two, but it there is something about finding the difference between discipline and motivation. And I've learned that you're not going to be motivated to keep going. You're not going to be motivated to constantly do Instagram or to cook a meal or to, you know, do whatever it is that you're striving for, for your business or just in general. And I think that when you finally find the the difference between discipline and motivation, that's when the connection in your success and mentality can really be changed. I think that is such a good point because there are days it's really hard. And I made Mm -hmm. a goal at the beginning of the year to post this many times and do, you know, just different things. I could go into details, but I really just made a goal. And I noticed how much that helped me because it was those Monday mornings I would wake up after being away for the weekend. And it was really hard to get back in the swing. But I knew if I fell out of it, it would be easy to just keep going in that direction and Mm -hmm. I didn't want to go in that direction I wanted to stay consistent and that Mm -hmm. helped me so much but with that I think that's really interesting you brought up routines and traveling because Mm -hmm. we both travel a lot and I think that's a really interesting conversation to kind of have right now what initially brought you to traveling as often as you do was it the Olympics or I mean I'd love to discuss that a little bit about what initially got you into traveling so much like you do now I definitely got into traveling because of Evan. My family travels a little here and there, but not to the extent that we travel. We travel a lot. My family did just buy a house in Nashville, Tennessee, so we go there kind of often. But with Evan's training schedule, we spend a lot of time in Europe, and then now we are living full-time in the RV because we are pretty much chasing the wind and going to his events, and I'm able to work wherever we are. So that is a really cool opportunity and something I'm so grateful for. But definitely comes from Evan. I did not travel this much before. And I think, Haley, you just asked me like a few days ago, what's your Europe schedule next week? And I asked Evan and I texted <laughs> it to you and I was like, oh my goodness. Like, we oh my are gosh, that was lot. the first time? That was the first yeah, time I you did, found that out? I didn't know. <laughs> oh, baby. I used You're to in a for planner. a treat, you guys. She's all over the map, literally. <laughs> Literally, she's all over the map. It's insane. And I'm so excited to third wheel. <laughs> I just invited myself. <laughs> well, couple wheel, both of you and Bryce. Couple. Oh, right. Sorry, Bryce. I think it's so fun that you're able to take the opportunity to travel and to experience life and to really just kind of seek your passion and, you know, 
bring your dog along the way and do it with your boyfriend. I think it's so cool. And it's really cool how he's campaigning for the Olympics. I've never met anybody that is campaigning for the Olympics. I know lots of people who have, I don't personally know lots of people, but I've heard stories about people who are in the Olympics or, you know, audition. I know it's not like an audition. (laughs) Evan's probably gonna be like, oh gosh, like that is not how it works. But I know that like people like work towards that, but I, I think it's cool to actually hear how it goes down. The amount of time, effort, and just like abilities and talents it takes to keep pushing forward. And especially with a talent, something you're so passionate about and to see the behind the scenes of it all is really fun. I love it. It's so interesting. I mean, that's a whole topic in itself that we could, you know, always dive into because I feel like I've learned a lot. So for Evan, I feel like he knew a lot of people that had campaigned or done Olympics. So that was almost a little more common because of what he's doing. But when I met him, I didn't even know how it all worked just because I watched it on TV and, you know, I didn't really understand all the behind the scenes, but it's amazing to see, you know, be in it in a way, supporting him on the sidelines and at the same time, be able to chase my dreams and pursue my passions because that makes it work that much better that I'm also doing what I love. And, you know, I have Hudson with me on all our journeys. (laughs) It's so fun. I love that. And that's, I think partially too, with how we both do travel so much, it definitely helps us understand what we're going through. We're very flexible with each other's schedule. Like most people who have set meetings, like we do have set meetings, but like we're, can we change it by an hour? Can we do this? Like I'm packing, like, what are you doing? And then it's just like, oh, oh yeah, like totally. We're very accommodating to each other's schedules. And I mean, I'm so excited for what's coming next year, but we'll keep that till later it's so fun but we're gonna have so many cool experiences because we do have a very fortunate life I think where we're able to have a friendship that not only involves lots of traveling but has a business and just in general like I love it that you know my husband and you know your boyfriend get along that's huge (laughs) I know that now they're texting and we're like wait you guys are texting each other out of our group chat right you're friends what (laughs) well it's funny too is Bryce was like what would you have done if like you if I like didn't get along with Evan and I'm like that would have been sucky for you and I'm like you could have had to deal with it because Bailey and I are friends regardless of you two it was just a bonus you know it's yeah, always a bonus when yeah it's a bonus when the significant others can get along <laughs> like yes. I totally agree and it's honestly really hard in our lifestyle to one find couples that travel like we do or even just like for us friends that understand the travel lifestyle because I'm going to be the first to admit it's not easy. It's not an easy friendship to have because plans are really hard. We don't really plan. We really are based off of Evan's schedule. If, you know, he can get a little more training in, we'll stay somewhere. And I think that's something I'm so grateful for in our friendship is that you understand that, but you're willing to also figure out how to make it work. For me, I always felt like growing up, I was the friend that gave everything. Like, and that's kind of just like me being vulnerable for a second. Like, I always gave 150% to my friendships. And yeah, at times I definitely can say that I, you know, fell through the cracks on some and it's unfortunate, but I've learned from those. And I've learned that you have to put in the efforts of what you want to receive back. And it probably explains a lot about why I 
don't have a ton of friends in general just because it, it it's hard. Everyone's in so many different phases of their life and I don't have any hard feelings towards people about it. It's just, it's how it is. Some people have kids. Some people, you know, are in school. Some people are starting jobs. Some people, you know, are just, you know, day-to-day life. It's just crazy. And it's hard to find that lifestyle that works with someone else and especially when you're not together and you can start something like this. I think it's really cool that we've been able to find that rhythm, but also be able to find a friendship in between. And, you know, I appreciate you being vulnerable for that because it's not an easy conversation. And I definitely have been in a similar boat and talking about that is just not always the easiest thing. And talking about past way friendships have, you know, not worked out. And it's not that you have any hard feelings for them, but it doesn't mean that it wasn't hard or affected who you are but I feel like both of us have taken those experiences and Mm -hmm. learned how to create the perfect friendship now being in your 20s is such a weird time it is so weird you're you're figuring out what you want some people like some people are graduating college some people are you know starting jobs some people still are at home some people just bought their first home I, some people have babies, some people have their first, some people have dogs. It's just there's so many different types of lifestyles that, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that you can't be friends with someone. It just means that, you know, things happen, you know, priorities shift and it, it, it's, it is what it is. And I think that for me, it was really fun to see that we had a similar lifestyle because it isn't a normal one. And I was able to connect with you and we were able to understand, you know, the travel, the dogs. I mean, I treat my dog like a baby. Like she, I give her the world. And when I found out that your mom and you were like similar in that, I mean, I just was like, oh, my people. <laughs> it was like, this is unheard of. And so it was really cool. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, is this what it's like to have like a authenticity in a friendship and feel like you're not the only one just like I don't know feeling like I'm just constantly annoying someone I don't feel like I'm like annoying you all the time I feel like no and I feel the same way when I'm texting I you know how I text you pointed out I'm like (laughs) I I give your own text tone (laughs) I I text and I do not text in one text I text in multiple texts that's so great. It's been so fun to be able to open up and talk about just like the basis of Unleashed and like what we're going to be talking about here more. I know that there's so many topics we kind of just briefly touched on and we'd love to be able to expand more on these topics because I definitely have a lot of passion behind a lot of these things we've talked about and I know that you do too. We are so excited to dive into more topics with you guys. Talking today, Haley, was honestly so much fun and we have so much to talk about. We have a long list. If you have anything you want to talk about, please let us know and we will have a podcast going up every other Monday and following that we will have a live on our unleashed.club Instagram account. We are so excited you are here and thank you for all of the support. Thank you so much.